0: I have always loved photography. I used to take my little camera and take rolls and rolls of film on the most ridiculous subjects. Random sky photos, the flowers in my front lawn, my dog dressed up in a bonnet, my dolls posed near their bunk beds. I used to have an obscene amount of printed photos of half-out-of-focus images that I took while I was exploring my world. Then came the disposable camera, my parents allowed me to use them, and the insanity continued. <laughs> Everything that I found cute or beautiful, I just had to have a photo of it, and I wanted to record everything. Finally, in high school, I took my first photography class and I learned the basics of a quote- unquote "real camera. I learned how to process film, the basics of framing a shot, all of the basics that you need to know for a decent photography eye. Ever since then, I've loved trying to make beautiful shots. And years and years have passed, and I've moved several times, changed jobs, changed careers, and almost lost who I was. I was struggling to learn what would really make me happy. I started working in marketing, and I learned that I really loved taking the photos for our websites and social media. I offered to take maternity photos for a close friend, and after seeing how much I loved taking photos of her, I realized that I really needed to pursue this. I was really passionate about making people feel beautiful and to have beautiful photos of their favorite moments. When I decided to start Creatively Caitlin, I knew I wasn't ready to jump in as the wedding photographer or the high school senior photographer. I love shooting maternity and these special moments, a birthday party, a holiday, an event, um, engagement. I knew I had to pursue this in addition to my writing, branding, and design services. So over the past couple of years, I have really learned a lot And today we're discussing what I feel can make or break your photo shoot. Welcome to Candidly Creative, a bi weekly podcast from Creatively Caitlin that focuses on open, honest conversations. If you like what you're here, follow me on Instagram at creatively underscore Caitlin. Or head to my website, www.kaitlindoram.com. Photo shoots can be nerve-wracking for anyone. Trying to get comfortable in front of a stranger who is taking photos that will last forever is supremely vulnerable. So we're going to go through what I consider the things that make or break a photo shoot. Number one, the pre-shoot consult. Whether it's done via email, messenger, a few texts, or even better, in person, There needs to be some sort of discussion prior to the photo shoot where you can explain what you're hoping for, you can provide examples of photos that you love, get a sense of the photographer, and get that awkward first meeting out of the way. I find examples on either a Pinterest board or even just screenshots of your favorite photos will really help me gather the information that I need to make that photo shoot how you want it to be. Seeing someone for the second time is much easier for me than seeing someone for the first time. So I love that first meeting to just, you know, feel each other out. Number two, a game plan. Like any successful endeavor, having a plan is the best way to ensure success. There should be a shot list created so that both you and the photographer know where you're going next, what poses, what outfits, and what mood you're aiming for. The photographer should never have you doing sitting poses, then standing, then laying, then standing again, then walking around. Does that make any sense? It wastes more time than needed in my opinion. Choosing an order that is both efficient and doesn't make the subject change positions every two minutes is vital, especially when working with people like on a maternity shoot. Ensuring that your pregnant client isn't forced to be in highly uncomfortable positions and then also struggling to get up and down on a whim is vital. Understanding the game plan for the shoot not only allows you as the model to know what's happening, but for the photographer to take control and guide you the correct way. The right clothes. This is important in two parts. The photographer should choose the correct clothes for the occasion. For a maternity shoot, for example, I'll often wear athletic wear because I'm going to be the one who's going to be up and down in the dirt, in the water, wherever I need to be to find the shot. I'm not expecting my model to be moving as much because they simply can't. However, at a wedding or event shoot, the photographer needs to blend in. If it's a formal event, the photographer needs to dress more formal, such as wearing all black, which is pretty standard. You don't want to stick out. At a family event, like a summer birthday party, Wearing khakis and a nice cool blouse is much more appropriate than wearing all black. The goal is to fit the style of the event while also looking plain so that you aren't the focus. On the reverse side, the client or model needs to choose the right clothes to fit the mood and theme. There are some basic clothing rules like darker clothes can help you feel more slender but might not be the best for a maternity shoot. For a beauty shot, choosing a bright color or intense pattern could really take away the emphasis from the face. Someone with reddish skin tones may not want to wear pinks or red because it might make them look overly flushed. Um, Even light colors in a children's shoot really brightens up that mood and showcases youth. There are tons of things that could be distractions, and it's your choice if you want to include them. Prints, too many accessories, um, hats, flashy clothes, anything can be a distraction. However, to me, it's most important to consider what you're comfortable in what fits well, and what makes you feel confident. If a dress looks pretty, but when you put it on you feel you need to constantly pull that hem down or constantly control where the bust is at, you're not going to feel confident and it's going to show on your face. The clothing is much less important to me than the model's feeling. A model in sweatpants and a tank top who is super confident is going to give more attractive, better photos than a woman who's all dolled up in a gown and heavy makeup who feels out of place or uncomfortable. Number four, find the good light. When possible, always use the golden hours. Of course, if you didn't know, the golden hour is in fact not one hour long. The golden hour lives for about 20 minutes, about an hour after dawn and about an hour before dusk. It gives the absolute best light for portraits and it's this magical light that smooths skin and makes everyone glow. However, it's unlikely that you can get all of your shots in that short amount of time. But when you're planning a photo shoot think about the sun midday light is going to be the harshest light because the sun is highest in the sky i do prefer to avoid the midday shooting but sometimes it's not your choice maybe it's a noon event or an early afternoon wedding or maybe it's the only time that your subject is available when you can't have the perfect light on your side you need to work with what you have turn your face towards the light pose as much out of the shadows as possible and when possible, add an artificial light. To be honest, the next step in my photography journey is to master lighting. I have limited experience with lighting setups and I'm eager to know more and to learn how to get those perfectly lit shots. I wanna book more studio style shots than just environmental or location. But even in outdoors, you have to pay attention to where you're looking. Number five, know your top poses, but be ready for those candid shots. I'm all for posing people and I love finding great visuals, but some of my absolute favorite shots are those in-between moments. The ones where you stop posing and laugh as a family or the special look of love that you share while you're waiting to be moved into that next pose. Being aware of the poses that you want to hit is a great idea. Practicing them in the mirror is even better. And if you have an understanding of your body and how it looks as you move, You can provide the most variety for a photographer to capture. Think America's Next Top Model. There are some basic model poses, and then there are times where you're moving subtly with a slight move of the head or a slight change of the angle to your arm, and it makes this magical photo. For example, maybe when I've posed you, you're looking in the direction and it feels basic, but if you flash your eyes towards the camera, it creates this connection that makes it feel more magical and more beautiful making those small adjustments, being ready to be candid and just move a little bit and not be stuck in the poses is really important. Number six, create a rapport. Part of having a good photo shoot is having a good photographer model relationship. I may love to shoot my best friends events and just take photos with them randomly, but you don't have to be best friends with your photographer to get a good shot. You just need to feel comfortable with them and comfortable being yourself around them. I like to have fun with my models and get them laughing. It breaks the ice and makes them feel much more at ease. I get that feeling across that I'm just here to have fun and get some great shots. My job is to make them feel beautiful and to look beautiful. Once that feeling is given out, typically the model feels more at ease because they understand that they're just moving around, having a good time, and I'm meant to capture the moments. But most importantly, it's about reading the situation. Sometimes, my sassy joking can bring the most out of somebody and get them out of their shell, but other people might be offended or annoyed by it. Photographers need to read if the model is comfortable and adapt how they're handling the situation. The model, on the other hand, needs to be honest with the photographer, too. If a position is far too uncomfortable or they can't hold it, they should let the photographer know immediately. We might get super excited about a shot, and if you could just extend your neck just a little bit further, it would be amazing. Or if you could just twist your back just a little bit further to the side and bend over sideways and look up at the sky, it would be awesome. But if that's gonna cause you pain, it would be better to find a different position than to hurt yourself while I'm trying to get a good shot. Having that trust and comfort to say, you know what, this isn't working for me, can we try something else is very important for both your safety and for the photographer to know they're pushing too far in the wrong direction and to reassess. Number seven, finishing a shoot strong. Whenever I start to wrap up my shoots, I go through a mental checklist of all the different shots that I was super excited to hit. If I got them all, that's great and I don't have to worry about pushing in my client anymore. Then I double check with them to see, are there any shots that they feel were missed? Are there positions that they wanna try before we close up? And is there anything else that they wanna do before we wrap? Something else to think about is, if your model is getting tired, you may have booked an hour of shooting time, but they can't do the full time. Would you rather push your model to give you the full 60 minutes of shooting, or would you rather have them end on a high note when they're comfortable, excited, You know, ready to have more shoots and you're like, well, we got it. This is perfect. We are all done. I would rather finish on a really strong positive note than keep pushing and trying to search for something that was missed. So if I feel that we have everything, I'm good with wrapping at 45 minutes. The goal is to just provide enough variety and a good number of shots to choose from. If I'm going to give you 10 shots as the deliverable and I have 700 to choose from already within 40 minutes... We certainly don't need to be going for another 15 minutes, especially if you are over the shoot and you're getting tired and you can't pose anymore. You have to really finish strong and have that confidence at the end of it that as a photographer, you're excited, you know you have the shots, and as a model, you know you gave everything that you could. So those are my seven things that really make or break a shoot for me. I have a bunch of great shoots coming up this year with some influencer things, with some boudoir, and so many great exciting opportunities this year, and I'm just, I love sharing this information and finding great new subjects. If you like what you hear on this podcast, head over to my website, www.kaitlinnorm.com, and sign up for my Creative Circle. My Creative Circle gets notifications of new episodes of the podcast, new blogs, and information that I know you'll love. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay creative.